2: And here is production. And are you keeping up with with all of Britney's doings on Instagram and what are your general thoughts on that? Let me hear well, it.
1: I was a little sad for her because I didn't realize that she wasn't quarantining with Sam and you know, she put that post up the other day saying that they've been apart. And I thought that was very sad. Um Yeah,
2: she's dealing she's- with a lot of things that many many Americans are dealing with, which is yes. quarantining. So you can get back to your partner or your parents or, you know, whoever your loved ones during this time mm-hmm. and you can quarantine with them. She's having to deal with custody stuff. Like we don't know if her kids have visited her at all. And, and also, oh you know, I have friends who are dealing with custody stuff and, and it's a lot, you know, having to, even in a good relationship with your, uh, ex or your co-parent, having Mm -hmm. to shuffle kids back and forth while in quarantine. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm having to negotiate a lot just in the, uh, the getting groceries, the unpacking of the groceries and deciding with my spouse of how that can happen. I swear that Uh, after all of this, there will be a new box to check for divorce and it will be, we couldn't agree on how to unpack the groceries during Corona. (laughs) (laughs) That is yes, that is literally the only thing that Van and I uh it, it now we've got it. We've got a system down and we can we can do it calmly. But it's the the stakes are are high and you and, and you think why? Like I mean, we're just unpacking yeah. these groceries. We wash them, we put them away. What's the big deal? But you're like, "Oh yeah, deadly virus." So you're doing this right. mundane activity, but but high stakes because, you know, uh, you could get a deadly virus. And we have no idea if we've already had it or, you know, the list goes on and on. Anyways, so Britney's dealing with a lot of basic, uh, basic Corona stuff. Uh, and and she is more relatable than ever. But and she's relatable and yet not relatable because she's like burning down her gym. <laughs> and she is... Uh, and she's Britney Spears. So, and there's only one Britney Spears. So it's like, who can she relate to? But I will say, I loved that she wished her friend and fellow pop star Mariah Carey a happy birthday on her Instagram. Mm. I wonder about them if they have, you know, they are, they're both diagnosed, uh, bipolar and they're both major pop stars divas Mm -hmm. if you will and i wonder if it's uh if it's something that they bond over in conversation or if it's an unspoken connective tissue between them right because i
1: i was a little surprised by that too because i feel like mariah carey is the kind of person who would like look down on Britney Spears like she looks Brian Carey looks down on everyone because she's better than all of us and that's just the way it is and she's aware of it you know it's like a it's like Naomi Campbell attitude you know yes it's like I know I'm the best and I'm not thinking about it (laughs)
2: like
1: so I was a little I I was it was like kind of nice to see that I just can't imagine you're, what do they what what they talk about? Like I feel like Britney would go off on a rant, and Mariah would like scoff at her.
2: Oh, uh, like, opposite. Kind of- I think <laughs> the opposite. I think that Britney is so shy that she she lets Mariah be Mariah. Like Britney's not yeah. competitive when it comes to who's the bigger star. Like that is just not her right. vibe. That's not her energy, and so totally. she lets Mariah take that take on that role and then she's just a sweet girl and so britney is so mariah i i think really loves her you know i mean that is the whole thing is that britney doesn't have beef with anyone and whenever people even try to create beef between britney and somebody else or like defending britney because they think someone has said something bad about britney right. you know like Katy perry etc yeah. britney's like i don't care <laughs> she's like, yeah, she... live and let live. I'm over here doing my own thing and you know, you can go do yours. Like she's just not interested. She stays in her own lane and God love her. That's what we're all striving to do. And she actually does it.
1: <laughs> and she does it, right? That's very true. That's very true. I could see, you know, you say I could see Mariah being like, Brittany's someone who is on my level. Like she is worthy of my words and my time. I could see that.
2: And yeah, at the end of like, the day, Britney is an iconic performer, especially in those, the late nineties, early two thousands. I think that game recognizes game.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's a very fair to say. And, It's, it's, it's good too, because Mariah doesn't normally recognize anyone (laughs) or anything.
2: So I love watching her whenever she goes on watch what happens live. And she says that she doesn't know people. It's my favorite thing. She said for years, she doesn't know Jennifer Lopez. She's like, I don't know her. I don't know who that is. Like, I don't know her. And Andy, Andy gets so, uh, he, he gets riled up by it. He loves it so much. Uh, It's great. But she's like, yes. And she has said on watch what happens live. I know Britney Spears. I know her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's great. That's fun. I did not. Um, speaking of, also Brittany not having beef with people. The other big iconic moment she gave us during quarantine was her friggin' post dancing to the Justin Timberlake song.
2: Don't I know it? I loved like, it and so much, so much,
1: and thought it was a. a talking about scoff worthy, scoffing at people, friggin' Justin responding with just emojis.
2: He sucks so bad. He just, he sucks.
1: Girl, come on. Like, I don't even, that was inexcusable.
2: Jeffrey, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but this quarantine has given me the gift of clarity in so many areas of my life. And it's where <laughs> to cut the fat. And like, you know, I've tried to open my heart to Justin Timberlake, but he sucks. He's corny. He's lame. He sucks. He does not Uh-oh. have it in him to be a bigger person. He, no. he's up to no good. And his ego is so big. And it's just like, you go over there. I'm not, I'm not dealing with you anymore. Brittany gave you such an amazing gift in that moment, and you respond with emojis. Like fuck she off! She
1: literally made you, she she literally put you in the national spotlight. Like that was news. That was news.
2: And in like, yes, Jeffrey, like, and in a positive light. That's yes, the other and thing. A, and in a negative time. In a negative. Right? In a negative time in the world, but also. Before this global pandemic, I mean, in November was when he was playing h- hanky panky under a table in New Orleans.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. And I don't care mm-hmm. whatever
2: statement he released. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bottom line, right when my husband and I saw it, we were in Hawaii on vacation and I handed him the phone. I was gasping for air and he said, Jen, you have to say words because I need to know what's going on. Is everyone okay? <laughs> and I handed him the phone. And I said, what does that look like to you? And he said, that looks like a hand by a dick. And I said, that's right. It does look like a hand by a dick. And if you had another woman's hand that close to your dick, I'd have a problem with that. Like, that's a problem. Facts. Facts. Yes. Jeffrey. Yes. Facts. So, yes, she put him in the public light in a positive way and he responds with emojis he sucks he sucks he sucks and not only that
1: but it was during the same time when freaking the next trolls movie was coming out too jeffrey
2: go get that extra coffee i know you need it i know you just ran out of that that iced coffee that you made for yourself (laughs) poured yourself a cold brew and you need another i know how you roll i i
1: do i do the The ice is low. I, I chugged this last one. So good. Thank you. I miss you.
2: I miss you too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Jen.
1: Bye.
3: Professional.
2: Super professional.
3: Okay. I've I've even got my spit guard
2: I'm being super professional I'm sitting on my guest bed with Lucky Blue and have a a tray with my 17 beverages on it
3: oh yeah perfect what is it coffee, water, diet coke kombucha and like some kind of a cleanse like a ginger turmeric
2: I've got a smoothie I've got a green juice I've got a, a water and, uh, and a, an iced cappuccino that I made for myself with some almond milk.
3: We're in that phase of quarantine. I made myself a cappuccino with almond milk this morning as well.
2: I love that. I, uh, now that I've mastered my own iced cappuccino making, I feel, I feel like that's one thing I can walk away proudly with walking out of this quarantine and I hope we do get to walk out of it. Um, But yeah, I, I've mastered that. I did go through a phase. I don't know about you where there was one morning I was having a really tough time with accepting this new reality. And for whatever reason I ended up making pancakes for breakfast and watching the labyrinth. Like I was like, I need to revert to childhood behavior and like watch my favorite movie from when I was a kid and eat. A gigantic stack of pancakes but it was great
3: I think that's brilliant
2: that's what I needed to do I've uh,
3: definitely done a lot of like which is so funny because I'm not an emotional eater because growing up we didn't have like extra food um so my mom would have murdered me if I would have tried to do that um but my husband was totally like you know satiated by drive-thrus so we have totally different ways of coping, but I've, I've sort of gotten into the emotional eating. It's pretty great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've made some incredible, incredible dinners. I was just talking to Jeffrey uh, on the podcast, and he I told him I was going to talk to you, and he said, please tell Theodore. He is motivating me. He is my inspiration to get up and cook and do all Aww. the things. Oh, I love
3: that. Well, I better stop doing my social media blackouts then and get on it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Theodore, should we jump in and just start talking about Britney?
3: We should. Let's do it.
2: She's giving us a lot during this quarantine.
3: I mean... Let's be honest, Brittany is the expert <laughs> at quarantine.
2: She's been in quarantine for over 10 years. She knows how to do it. She knows how to do the at-home workouts. She knows how to do at-home fashion shows. She was doing it before anyone else. She's staying positive. She knows how to look within uh, to to stay motivated. She's She's excelling.
3: She only shops online. Obviously. Obviously. Because where else do you get those dresses?
2: I've always imagined her ripping open the plastic bags when the packages come and just like putting the garment on immediately.
3: And obviously never, you know, considering a steamer because why would you?
2: Why would you? And then when she finds a top that she loves, we all know she keeps wearing it and wearing it and doing photo shoot after photo shoot.
3: We basically have been talking about her being in quarantine. We just didn't use the, the same terms. But, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's like when you go to a yoga studio and it's completely empty of people. I mean, that's really that's really where we're at. You know, I mean, we haven't even seen like a decent picture of Brittany going and getting her own Starbucks in years.
2: So true.
3: I mean, whatever happened to the Malibu Country Mart, Brittany, or no, sorry, I, you don't even need to correct me, Coffee Bean, but I will tell you there was a time where she did do Starbucks, just, just, it was a long time ago.
2: She did. She would, she, uh. she would mix it up. She would mix it up. I mean, there was definitely the phase when it was Coffee Bean, for sure, with the trucker hats and she needed, you know, the Frappuccino or the, it was like the vanilla with the whipped cream on top.
3: Yeah, how far can I roll down my Juicy Couture track suit to, to show off my new belly ring and the fact that I am perpetually tan?
2: You know, Theodore, I posted pictures yesterday. I was like, I'm going to... Oh, let, I
3: saw. <laughs> I saw.
2: To let everyone know I'm doing the new season, I was like, oh, I'll just... I have a peasant top. I'm going to put it on and go in the backyard and, uh, and have, you know, no makeup on and stare blankly into a camera. And it proved tougher it's tougher than it looks like I was like oh I my husband kept taking the pictures and he's like no just like less less in the eyes (laughs) less and uh and it was it's tough
3: I mean to be that to to get to the place of being that blank You have to do a lot of work (laughs) or, you know, there's certain there's certain blood thinners (laughs) that are involved. Well, Well, it's also
2: I I guess it's blank and it it is also very uh, vulnerable and soulful. And I just kept laughing or like smiling too much. And or it's even I don't know if it's seductive what she's doing. I just I couldn't do it. It it was like I was exhausted by the end of uh, that seven minutes. That it took to do those photos.
3: I'm looking at your post again. And I'm just so excited that Brittany found my white puka shell necklace from 2001. <laughs> I've been looking for that thing for years. It's. I thought it was in the drawer with my structured jeans. But <laughs> clearly, Brittany took it.
2: Oh, she's so Wonderful. And let's just get right to it. She burned her gym down.
3: I mean, like, can that be... Can we nominate that for, like, best short film for the Oscars? Like, is there, like... I mean, you're a writer. There's a one-woman show there. Like, there is so much she gave us so much in such a little amount of time
2: and i don't think we need to add anything to it like if it were no. a one woman show it would just be that monologue that it that's all it is and then it and and then it fades to black
3: um well first of all i think we need to tell everybody that the moment i heard about it you were my first text. <laughs> it's kind of like, where were you when X happened? Like, I was in my house. I opened up my phone. I looked at Instagram. I watched the video. I immediately texted Jen.
2: <laughs> and I need you to know that I got your text, and it I think it just said, I burned my gym down. <laughs> yes, it that's, did. <laughs> that's all it said. And I immediately, I did not know that it. I hadn't seen it yet. I read your text and I went, Brittany burned her gym down. Like I knew, I knew that you were signaling. It was, it had something to do with Brittany. And I went on her Instagram and I was like, sure enough, she did. She burned her gym down.
3: Well, you have always said you are a Brittany intuitive. <laughs> and I feel like yet another example of you being a Brittany intuitive, which by the way, every time we've seen each other, uh, you have dropped me off to my house, which is amazing because I'm convinced you probably think I don't live here or have a car because you still haven't been over. But I'm sure you also assumed this guy does not have a gym.
2: <laughs> he doesn't have a gym in his house. I don't know. There's You're no pretty, room. but there's there might not be any room. But you are so industrious that I'm sure you would figure something out if you needed or wanted an at home gym. But I love that I drive you to your to your home and that I've now done this a handful of times. It reminds me of when you had friends in high school. You would pick them up and drop them off. Like, we don't do a lot of that here in Los oh Angeles. Oh, my
3: God. You are so right. This should just be our thing. Like, hey, I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> We're going to go to the Valley, the one and we're going to go to that one where there's like a Starbucks an Olive Garden, a Michael's a Marshall's, a TJ Maxx Uh, I know
2: exactly what you're talking about Yes. The
3: Burbank Empire Center and then here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Target We're going to get our Starbucks. We'll do a Target run. We'll get back in the car and we'll drive down the parking lot to go to Marshall's
2: (laughs) Yes! This is so what high school dreams are made of. I would love to do that. For
3: sure. My friend Karina Burger would pick me up and we would go to Starbucks and you better bet there was plenty of Britney playing.
2: You know, it's funny because you grow up and you you don't do those things anymore with your friends because you're like I'm a I'm a grown-up adult now, but it's like it brought it it brought me so much joy. Why am I not doing these things with my friends? Like let's carve out the time to drive to a strip mall, get a coffee, run an errand together. And then drive home. Like, why can't that be
3: part of the experience hangout? Yeah,
2: of being friends? My friend Lauren, uh, who's been on the podcast and listens, she she always says I, there was like one time I went to her house and she was like, do you want to come upstairs in my bedroom? And I was like, OK. And she's like, in high school, you oh, that's all you did. You would hang out in your friend's bedrooms and then you become adults and it and it becomes weird, especially, I guess, when you get married or you live with a partner and you're like, you know, then it's weird to bring a friend into your bedroom, I guess, that you share with someone else. But it's like, why not? It's like, get in, you know, get in a bed, sit on a bed with your friend and have uh, have a talk.
3: I fully agree with you 100%. And my one friend, Michael, and I, uh, we totally hang out in his bed and we watch, like, you know, the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> and, you know, we'll have our wine and about five dogs. Yes. <laughs> and it's- the actual best and it is like a different kind of intimacy that's like really sweet you know it's like that kid thing like you said but i do do that with my friend who's like 40 and we live our best lives and it's super fun and it's not weird because we're sisters (laughs)
2: yeah and i think about too uh it's like lance when lance uh bass told us about um how he came out to britney to make her feel better in a hotel room in las vegas after she got married for less than 24 hours like intimate things happen amongst friends when you're sitting on a bed having it's a different kind of pillow talk
3: it just is that's why they call it pillow talk we got oaks do it by the way let's just back up do we know where britney lives
2: i don't know where britney lives
3: i don't either i have no confirmations i have nothing i know that you drove by the house that they got married in
2: yes i did the other morning i, I woke up it was like a it, it hit me like a ton of bricks i was like i was bored i was antsy i was feeling some tightness in my chest a little bit of anxiety very light i was checking in with it i was like you know what would make me feel better as a drive and i I just got in the car, and I knew as I started to drive, I was like, I need to find the house that Brittany married Kevin Federline in because I knew it was in Studio City, so it wasn't that far from me. So I got in the car, found out where it was, drove there, and it was a beautiful, charming, classic house. It reminded me of the house where the really hot guy in high school lived and he had really great parents and you always loved being in their house. And that kid knew he was hot and you wanted to make out with him. And he didn't, uh, he used his power for good, not evil. You know, that kind of, you know, that kid in high school who was, do you know what I'm saying?
3: I mean, he would have had to have been a character in that movie with Stifler's mom.
2: American pie.
3: Yeah. I couldn't think
2: of it. Yes. It was, it was, a really happy house. And it was, I think, because of the the juicy uh, sweatsuits that they were all wearing, you know, with, like, pimps on the back. Yeah,
3: yeah. I th- <sighs> And
2: because it was Kevin Federline and, yes, did she, her after-party dress was quite short and, like, the bra strapped down, which was, it seemed like a choice. Like, that was the look that it kind of cheapened it. But really, if you look at the photos, one, the exterior of that home is lovely. And then inside, they had all the beautiful flowers and very traditional, you know, bridesmaids and and a beautiful wedding cake. There were a lot of traditional at-home wedding moments. And it was, it was a lot lovelier when I revisited all of the images and then sitting outside that house than... I had first imagined it or I guess how I took it at the time from the tabloid magazines. Girl,
3: <clears throat> you're doing God's work.
2: <laughs> Listen, we got to do we got to do what we got to do during this time. I
3: Well, and let's just you know my family owns a bridal store. Have we we've, yes. we've delved into that? It's amazing. So like girlfriend had like the most real down-home wedding from a family that comes from like money on the call de sac yes you could this was not a hollywood you know she was not calling mindy weiss like mindy weiss was not involved like mindy weiss is a major celebrity party planner uh wedding person she plans and, all of the
2: kardashians events
3: like all of them all of them so like this was literally like Hey Jamie Lynn, like let's pick out these cute this and that, and here we are.
2: Like Well, Theodore, she that home used to belong to Britney's wedding planner. That's how that's whose house that was.
3: Oh my God, I had no idea.
2: Yes. And she was supposed to have a big wedding at Bacara in Santa Barbara. And then the press found out when and where it was going to be. And so then Brittany and Kevin sat down with the wedding planner and they were like, we need a secret location. And the wedding planner was like, we cannot trust anyone. Why don't we just do it here at my house?
3: Oh my goodness. See, the reason I don't know about this is that was a period of time where I was kind of blanking out, um, because she was brunette, you know, (laughs) we've, we've talked about that. So I was a little like, yeah, okay. Um, I hope your knee heals and we can, you know, visit you in concert again soon. And then the wedding happened and I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> but by the way, I mean, let, let's let do the math. A year later, I met her. So there you go.
2: There you go. It was meant to be. You were waiting it, it out. You know, you it guys was. would but connect you... when you needed to.
3: Yeah, but you were definitely a much more committed fan at the time than I was because I had my moments.
2: I've had my moments too. 2011 was uh, during Femme Fatale. I was not in touch with Britney. We were on a friend break at that time. Mm. So we all have our moments. It's like that's what makes her a true childhood friend. You know, you you get in touch you have moments where you're talking every day then you go months without speaking and then you drop back in like it was you know 1999 all over totally
3: again. i mean as it should be by the way i need to i need to bring up something i was watching who was i watching i mean obviously we're like addicted to our stupid phones right now but i saw some video or oh i know what it was sorry So RuPaul's Drag Race is doing a celebrity drag race where they make over celebrities into drag. And the first episode was all guys. The second episode was all girls. But the first episode, all guys, they had this one guy and they have, they had to do this like gorilla drag. And so they had to like put on a dress and throw some heels on and put on a wig. And then they had to like perform. And this one guy was so bad, like his actual performance. And I said, it's sort of like when someone says they need a little Jesus in their life. I was like, this guy needs a little Britney in his life because at least (laughs) because I'm like a studied Britney fan, like I've got moves and I've got moves you've never seen. Like I am so confident in my like last minute Uh, put the music on and throw down a dance performance like I can murder it and that is all because of Brittany and every single time we're at a club Matthew looks at me and he's like I've seen that move before
2: (laughs) (laughs) you've just got them in your back pocket and you just hold on to them when you need them
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: Like, actually, side note, I was also texting you when this was occurring. And I was also texting Bobby on Instagram. We've become friends via your podcast and via Instagram.
2: Britney fans unite. It makes me so happy.
3: Makes me happy I live. But I, Matt, my husband, was on a walk. And it was, like, full mid-quarantisha. And I just blared the Britney album, which is your favorite, right? Is, favorite. Isn't that one your favorite? Favorite album. And I that's the one where it's, like, anticipating and, like, all that stuff, right? Yes. And I just, like, alone did a full Britney album dance showdown to my dogs and I cried a little I felt so good yeah to get that out and just you know live my best life alone in my house to Britney
2: do you know that her album glory went to number one last week and she did you see her post about it and she was in shock because that album is a few years old but it was right after she announced that she burned her gym down and I swear that's what did it that's what got that num- that album back to number 1 and it touched uh, my heart because it's like it show it does show i mean that's that's a hard that's data that's information like britney is relevant right now during this time
3: totally and we got to show her her love through uh some album sales
2: you're I so like that. right that's how she felt it that's how she that's how we thanked her
3: well yeah that's a really good point because Ooh, let's do, like, a quick deep dive. Okay, so, like, if you look at, which you and I certainly have, like, the the behind-the-scenes of Baby One More Time, she wants us to like this video so much. Like, she is just hoping that this works out. Like, she's taking a risk. She's really putting herself out there. Creates this iconic video, iconic song, instant star, all the things, right? And then... The media turns on her years later, as tale as old as time, right? And I feel like the face that's in the pictures that you and I have of us standing next to her in Vegas is the face of someone that has been so exploited, et cetera. But I feel like in all of that you kind of forget that your fans actually really do love you and like you are giving them so much. And I feel like it's so easy to lose track of that because the, you hear the media side. We're not the media. I mean, I guess we are because you do own the podcast. We need to talk about Brittany, but I don't think we need to consider this like media in that way because like we're like for Brittany and we are, we're on her side and I feel like her album going to number one after her gym burn down is an incredible way to signify to her that, like, we love her and we just, like, want good things for her always.
2: Theodore, did you just win a Pulitzer Prize for that talk you gave us? Because.
3: I mean, I did just have to, like, <laughs> close my eyes while I was doing it because I was really into it.
2: <laughs> that flowed through you. That was beautiful. Yes, to everything you just said. It's so true. And and I think as fans, when you're a diehard fan of anyone, of anything, you look for ways to connect. You so hope that they like your comment on Instagram. You you dream of that moment when you're in the same room with them and, you know, you imagine it. The moment we'll become best friends and and if you get that moment like you have like Bobby has where you're in the same room you share a moment together like even me backstage at her show you hope that that moment will live up to what you've you know dreamt in your mind and and it can't but if you let it exist for what it is for what is actually happening what you like the radical acceptance of the actual moment it's fucking incredible And, like, that's what we can feel if we take in the fact that we all got Britney's album Glory to number one, and it meant a lot to her.
3: Yeah, and she totally felt it. You could tell.
2: She was so touched.
3: I will say, I do have to do, like, a sidebar to that. I did have one of those moments, and it wasn't with Britney. I hope it's still relevant. I don't know.
2: If it's about being a fan, it's it's completely totally
3: okay. It's totally about being a fan. So I, my other like, I have a couple like Martha Stewart is like my person, and I did get to go to her house and bake chocolate ganache with her on Martha Bakes in Bedford, and I did get to have that moment where like. I've always, you know, idolized this person. This person's inspired me in so many ways. Like I look up to this person and she delivered and we did get to have a moment and it's very brief. But I just said they wanted us to interact and we were all just terrified. And I just said, Martha, I said, I have to ask, do you polish your copper every time you use it? Because all of her pots and pans were copper. And she just looked at me and she said, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God, I've had my moment. Like I'm done. I died. I died today. (laughs) I always joke when I teach cooking classes, like I died that day. And so a ghost is actually teaching your class because (laughs) it did live up. Now, Now, like if I could design, why don't we do this? Design your ideal moment. If it, if you could press play and it would actually happen with Brittany and I'll think of mine.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. Here's what I think it would be. I go to her house. And we just hang out and she, I talk to her about how she's so beautiful and how I can't believe the confidence that she has when doing her at-home fashion shows and that I just don't think I could pull something like that off. And then she looks at me and she says, Jen, oh my gosh, we're doing a fashion show right now. We run upstairs, we go into her closet. She picks out three dresses for me to wear and talks me into wearing a crop top on camera And I just somehow, because it's Britney, I go with it. She turns on the music. It's some weird French, uh, you know, remix that I've no, no singing, just, just, just some weird song. And we do a fashion show together. And then we sit on the floor. Her assistant brings up salads. We eat salads together on the floor. And then I pack up and I head out that would be a dream
3: i am so wrecked of how like fully realized and by the way we need to tell all the listeners can you please can you please tell them how much prep we had for this like i need you to give them a timeline zero, zero <laughs> the, the 17 emails the pdfs the run of show the block by block <laughs> zero i'm just i just need to say that so that they understand your brilliance um so while you were saying yours which is so brilliant and so you because like you definitely hit on more the emotional side than i do i'm more on like the fierce side like that's the side that i gravitate towards uh mine would be and i just formulated this so she's has go- like she's going back to vegas it's gonna be a big show and she decides that Derek Berry is going to play her in the beginning of the show as, like, Ugh. as, like, Derek Berry in silhouette, dancing behind a screen. So they think it's Britney and everyone's losing their shit. And then she ends up coming from behind the audience and walking to the stage. Like, I live for that. Um, But, but how do I fit in? So... She has also decided to have me as a Britney. So she's going to have like a couple of Britney, like fake Britneys, like put around the show, yes. like to buy time so she can like change her outfit. And Britney is training me how to be Britney. Like she's like, no, 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 I would never do that. She's like, it needs to be more like this. Like that would be my, like, dream experience where she's, like, telling the hairstylist that my hair's too long. She's like, no, like, my hair needs to be like this. And, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, And, like, I think, like, she's, like, doing the outfit, she's doing the choreo, like, everything, and she's like, okay. And then she, like, finally looks at me, and she's like, you got it. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god, Brittany told me I'm Brittany <laughs> for, like, a day. It kind of reminds me of when Lynn Spears was calling me Brittany. I mean, that was also very special
2: uh, such a special moment what you're describing is it's like Britney knighting you, you yeah know? oh
3: yeah for sure for sure
2: I 100 I've just made a decision in this moment I'm going to ask everyone during this season to tell me their their fantasy their perfect moment between Brittany and and them
3: I love it because the thing is like all of our real stories are kind of a letdown and the ones we make up are way more fun.
2: And that's what it really is about being a fan. I mean, if you are a true fan, if you are, if you are obsessed and you love and you, that person is your inspiration. They have something that inside them that you, that you connect to in such a big way. You have, you've definitely, I don't care who you are. You have sat and you have imagined some sort of moment where the two of you are together. And, 100%. And it's not always the first meeting, you know. I think, I also think about, like, I I remember I had the biggest crush on Joey from um, New Kids on the Block when I was, like, eight. I must have been so young. And I just remember, like, fantasizing about, like, hanging out with him. Um but we were like deep into our relationship. Like the fantasies, it wasn't like day one. It wasn't like the meet cute. It was like, we are, <laughs> we are going to get married. Um, and so, yeah, I want to hear what everyone's fantasies are. Uh, They're Brittany fantasies.
3: I love that. Something that came up for me, I feel like we're in therapy, <laughs> you and I <laughs> right now. I'm like, so what I was hearing from that was, no, but something that came up for me with that was, I feel like, I wonder if Britney understands the difference between like people being obsessed with her and being obsessed with the way that she makes us feel. Mm. Because I'm not obsessed with her in that way, in like a scary way. I'm obsessed with the way I feel when Britney is on, when I'm watching a video, when I'm in one of her costumes, when I'm like feeling that energy and that's probably what like Beyonce was trying to get across with the whole Sasha Fierce thing is like you're really tapping into this like vibe and it's like yes i love you because you are the person who created this body of work that makes me feel this
2: way yeah and it even translates to her now which is which is hard sometimes i find when i'm watching Britney now i have this love for her and i support her and and so I'll be like, that's so cute. I love that she is posting all of these like positive quotes and, and, uh, and that she's just dancing and having a good time. Like that makes me happy to see her happy. There is a little bit of it where I'm like, uh, you know, it's not like 98, 99, 2000, 2001, where I would watch her and be like, holy I can't imagine feeling like that and like just th- that long gorgeous blonde hair and just like those rock solid abs and the way she can move her body and like become this thing however when she posted the video where she is talking about burning her gym down I couldn't stop watching it and I was like laughing so hard but not at her it was totally like girl I love you so much and I can't figure out what it is about this video that is making me feel this way. But it is, it's just her and how she makes me feel and her unique point of view that is just, it's just truly magical. She felt no shame in the fact that she burned her gym down and she treated it as if she had accidentally thrown her favorite white t-shirt in with the darks. Like it was it was just so casual
3: it was it was a throwaway line <laughs> and like let's like can we are we gonna go let's just like really unpack this whole thing please okay so the the i like the casualness it's like part louisiana part i'm a multi-millionaire right <laughs> like like but then you unpack it further and she goes on to explain that she only has certain equipment left. <laughs> now I live in Laurel Canyon and so do you. How many freaking Peloton things have you seen going up and down the road every day? Like, Thank
2: you. <laughs> I ta- I was like, Van, are you not seeing this? The, as since quarantine has began, Peloton, the, the sprinter vans going up and down the Canyon road. I was like, this is hilarious.
3: I mean, I think they're connected to Handmaid's Tale because anytime I see a Sprinter van, like, Handmaid's Tale (laughs) is, like, fully present for me. But, like, like, any equipment company wouldn't be falling over backwards to fully kit out a Britney Spears temporary gym, even if it's in a tent on the lawn. Like, she has access and could get any gym company to literally print out like like make her like a rose gold set of gym equipment if she wanted but she's like so anyway this is all that's left and this is what i'm gonna do like (laughs) and it happened six months ago
2: that's the other thing (laughs) six months ago that is wild that it's still it did look dark like there was like not not charcoal but it (laughs) didn't feel like, like there had been a fire in that gym.
3: I mean, and by the way, it's like, why is she in there? <laughs> like, why is it that? I mean, like, I mean, come on. Okay. So she's under all these like people that are running her life, right? Like, where's the person? Where's the house manager? Who's like fixing that? Like, you can't just be around burnt up wood. Like, it's dangerous. <laughs> it, like, she's, she's breathing bad things. Like. If she's breathing burnt drywall and melted rubber. Like, who knows?
2: The other thing I thought of after that video, I just went, nevertheless, she persisted. Like, (laughs) she can't be stopped. She got her home workout in.
3: She's basically like, listen, like, we've all been there. I think that was kind of her message. And I'm actually rewatching it. And it's funny because the tops change. And there's, like, lots of, like, inconsistencies. And, like, the way the mirror is, it's doing that thing where it looks like there's, like, 400 ellipticals. Yes. But there's only one.
2: Her boobs look huge in that video at the top.
3: She looks great. She
2: looks amazing. She is a beautiful girl. And she's
3: strong.
2: Really strong.
3: She's not, like... She, you know, she she reminds me of all the, um, the gymnasts from the Olympics. She's got, like, a gymnast body here.
2: Totally. Theodore, do of... you think that she has a, a boob job? I've never asked you this question. People have different thoughts on that.
3: So that has been something that came up since, like, the dawn of time. I mean, that was, like, early, early on. I feel like she probably did because, like... They weren't that – I mean, they're, they're, like, almost less of a big deal now than they were even then. Um, But this is also pre – like, I feel like it's something she would do.
2: It's such a weird thing. I, I've had off-the-mic chats with people who are like, I can't talk about this on your podcast, but I will let you know that she had a boob job, and they will tell me – you know stories about who did
3: it yeah how many times she's had him switched out and
2: it's one of those things that it doesn't matter how many people tell me the story and how many details that they give me I I can't believe it and it's just like well why not and there's no shame in that like but I guess I don't know it's just like to me Brittany is perfect and came it's like she came out of her mother's womb when she was born and was sixteen year old Britney, like in my mind or something. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to to believe that. But I do but I but I I'm pretty sure it's true. But I just wanted to know your thoughts on that.
3: Well, Lynn is kind of busty. Yes. As well. Yes. And they also like Brittany's lucky, she's kind of got broad shoulders. She yeah, like a she little is. bit mm-hmm. but she's not very tall and the thing is like if you naturally have broad shoulders often you naturally have a bigger bust Natural, like just this is these are the things i learned growing up with the bridal store you know so it's like it's not unheard of and it's not like she her bust is that big but she can rock like you know a good cleavage moment when she needs to but Did it's I... not like in the way when she's trying to go on a run <laughs>
2: Did I tell you this, that when I went backstage uh, at Piece of Me for the second time, so it was right towards the end uh, of that run, that in the costume department, that they told us what size bra she wore because someone in the tour asked. And it was when she got really, remember when she got really fit towards the end? Mm Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, they're like, now she's... uh, uh a thirty-two B because she had uh just gotten smaller. They're like, but she used to be uh a C cup. And I was like, that's so interesting because to me she always she looked like a D. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Interesting about the I see what you're saying about the dress shop. That's that's some good uh info. That's good intel right there.
3: I try. I'm just now I'm going down like I've looked just like November 29th, 2018 to this like spinning moment where she's definitely leaner. But the thing is, she's so strong. It just doesn't matter.
2: She could fuck somebody up.
3: Oh, 100%. She's so
2: strong and she's so determined. And I like that she has a wild side. Um.
3: Oh, those abs though, oh my god. August sixteenth, twenty or August sixth, twenty eighteen, towards the end of the piece of me. Killer. Killer. Like, who are you? Oh my god.
2: Well, even now, in the the gym burning video, she's in great shape. I mean shape. it's hard to stay in shape right now because of so many reasons. I mean, one, we're not out at our you know, doing our normal whatever routines we were doing and then also just eating differently uh, and then also like cortisol spikes because of stress. So your, you know, fat holds on to your body in a different way and we should let our bodies do and feel and go wherever they need to take us right now. Uh, and yet the woman's in a sports bra. And her rolled-up shorts showing us everything. And I'm like, I haven't had two kids. Brittany and I are the same age. I would love to have those abs.
3: I mean, we all would. We all would. Girlfriend's got it going on. She
2: really, really does. She really does. uh, it's
3: like, that's like an internal fire. Like, no one, there's, you know... Larry Rudolph is not, like, calling her saying, like, you know, you've got that Louis Vuitton ad campaign. Like, put down the burger.
2: Yeah, she just needs to move. I mean, she burned her gym down. She can't be stopped. She she broke her foot. She can't be stopped.
3: Which, by the way, okay, I forgot to – I really wanted to open this podcast with saying – How's it going, Jen? Where have you been? Did you have a long stay at the Onyx Hotel? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) Also known as another way to say I'm at a hiatus.
2: (laughs) Oh, what I wouldn't give to go to the Onyx Hotel right about now. Just to have a change of scenery. Uh, For sure. Oh, my gosh. Theodore um, I might need to check in with you again if it's okay uh during this this quarantine uh because you bring you bring so much to the fellow fans of Britney
3: It's just natural. I just love it. I love it so much. And I loved listening to our our other episode because it was just so fun to hear like you have such a good perspective on things that I just don't think about. And I've learned so much, so I'm happy to to share in the in the Britney dumb, and you know, just celebrate the distraction of you know all the the goings on. And I feel like to your point, I burned my gym down. Has so many, there's so many ways to look at it, and I think that like that could be her workout video, yeah, like her workout video series, like. She's the new Aloe Yoga. Like, we all come back from this. (laughs) And to your point, we're, like, we're getting back in shape. We're going to burn our gym down. Like, it's, like, this Mm -hmm. just needs to become part of, like, our, our, uh, our vocabulary.
2: Another thing I got from I burned my gym down, unfortunately, which was one of her lines. And she also said, one thing led to another, and, yeah, I burned it down, is... Bad things are happening. you know, it is a there we're all in quarantine, and the, the backdrop is thousands of people are dying, right? I had to be like a total downer, but that's what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Brittany is like, my gym burned down. Like she started a fire in her home that burned down an entire room. and she's like, yeah, unfortunately that happened. you know, like one thing led to another. I burned it down. But life goes on, and I still have these, you know, eight-pound free weights, and let's get to it. And she is the most resilient, positive person. And God, I just love her.
3: We all need that resilience right now.
2: And to know, like, another day, you know, the sun— the sun's going to come up tomorrow morning. Like, we're going to, each day, we're going to live it. We're going to experience it. It might feel a little bit like Groundhog's Day. We might miss our loved ones and bad stuff is happening. But, like, we're going to make it through. We just got to pick up those those free weights and, you know, get to it.
3: Get to it. And if you can find some free weights, let me know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Uh, Theodore, thank you so much. I feel the same way about you. Everything you said, your unique point of view, these feel like therapy sessions. I adore you, and I know you are just up the street, and uh, even though we can't be sitting together at Pache sharing a glass of wine uh, makes me feel great uh, to know that you're just right up the street, and we can still talk about Britney.
3: What makes me feel great is knowing that I'm going to pick you up and you and I are going to go to the Burbank Empire Center and just have an afternoon as ladies do.
2: Yes, windows down, Britney on.
3: Well, what song are we going to listen to first?
2: Anticipating, I think, because it's about like picking up your friends and going out and having a good time. And we've all been anticipating when we can be together again. That's a
3: perfect
2: song for right
3: now. Yes. Yes. And Cinderella is on the same album. So we'll just listen to that too. Perfect. And we'll imagine the video that never happened as far as I know. Uh. All right, Looking in in the mirror, and I'm checking on my lipstick. ends up in the back, we're out for rent all night. Feeling so crazy cool.